number one. Where we ask some of our favourite creators from all around the internet what their favourite pop culture moment is in an effort to convince us that it is the best pop culture moment ever. And welcome to our second episode of Remember When, where we have the wonderful the Little Women podcast joining us. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, and thank you for having you us. Like... Oh, no, it's an absolute pleasure. Our like pleasure. From the early days when you followed us on Instagram, I was like, they're called the Little Women podcast. Hannah, we must befriend them at some point because... <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when Holly first told me about you, I thought that my first thought was, oh, they're a Little Women podcast, like as in the film and book the famous film and book so i was like oh that's yes. interesting but doesn't really fit with like what like pop culture i guess i mean it does and then when i looked into it i was like oh no that works that's all good i'm good to go and you have a very nice instagram you do Aww. you're very lovely we're gonna compliment you throughout the podcast don't worry so do you want to know a little bit about yourself a bit about your podcast and how you started how you know each other that would be great yeah, so um, we're actually all friends from school. Um, we started our podcast in June 2020, so we were doing our A-levels, um, and then the whole world kind of stopped, and we just, like, stopped it. <laughs> that must not have been um, easy. We, are you, so are you all 18? Are you 18? That must be so hard. Um, Jayla's just had 19, but yeah, we're all... Yeah. 18, but 18, I feel 19. like we're different, mm. me and Holly are 22, but I feel like we were at a similar place in that we were doing our final exams at university and it was a very inconvenient yeah. time for everything to just drop, so I fully understand <laughs> where you guys are coming from. Yeah, like it's, everything's yeah. building up to this one end point, isn't it? Especially, I'm like, my A-levels, my heart absolutely went out to everybody who yeah. was disrupted with exams and A-levels, like, I can't, I don't think I would have got through it if it was me, no. so congratulations for all of you to <laughs> making it this far <laughs> but you just think it, it, we were like gearing up to our dissertation because we were in our final year and final term and then they were like gotta yep. go home <laughs> gotta everyone run away and it was like this is the whole three years have been building up to this this is my main exactly. piece of work and now i can't go to the library i can't be in the house anymore like it was it's the worst thing in the world <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, we, I've still got all my like school folders because I just don't know what to do with them. Yeah. I'm like, do I, do I it throw seems them away? Wrong. And I feel like I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I feel like me and Holly were always like, we never had closure over that bit of our lives. Like, we feel like we're no, we no, didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah like it's weird. Definitely. You don't. Yeah. Well, we don't know where we are. We somehow now we have to be adults, <laughs> and how is that meant to happen? We did not yeah. think it's oh wrong. God. But yeah, how did how did <laughs> You then leap to doing a podcast where you're like, what else do we do? That's what me and Holly were like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, I think I kind of got into listening to podcasts a bit more over the lockdown period. Um, mm. And I kind of was just like, guys, do you want to start a podcast? <laughs> like, should we just do it? Because um, we just wanted to, A, have something to do. Like you yeah. said, like lockdown boredom. We'd, we had nothing going on, none of us. Um, and we just wanted to kind of dedicate our time to doing something productive. Um, and initially it just kind of started out as us just having chats with each other, to be honest. Like our first three mm. episodes are all just us chatting nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to talk. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just like having a conversation with like a couple of yeah. friends, you know. 
Um, and then yeah. we started to think about getting guests on our podcast. But so, yeah. do you want to tell us about what you think is the best pop culture moment? For sure. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we decided to go with the day Taylor Swift was cancelled. And she's always been really important mm. to me just growing up. And she's been such a huge influence for women in the mm-hmm. industry in particular. So the day she was cancelled, I felt like that was a huge shift, especially mm-hmm. for women in pop. So ever since like I've known Taylor, literally when she was a teenager, 15, 16, she was constantly like diminished by the media. And everyone was critical of her. And it's literally just because mm-hmm. she's a female and yeah. she was successful at yeah. such a young age. And she was like first told that she didn't deserve her success and then when she proved people wrong she was then branded as someone who slept around with like loads of men and there would be this whole thing saying oh make sure you don't get with taylor swift because you'll have a song written about you and it was just ridiculous she was constantly beaten down by the media so the day she was like officially cancelled i think was a really important moment i agree with that i think the treatment we were talking about it on our podcast today but we've talked about it a lot that she's still getting these sexist comments even like we yeah i thought as a society we'd grown past sort of slut shaming and doing stuff like that but apparently it's still very much rife and people thinking that about taylor swift who's been i mean it's wrong anyway but she's been in a committed relationship for the past couple of years and as like so either way it's wrong but also now it's just stupid and false so yeah yeah, that. yeah. Completely. Especially since like there was literally a comment made in a, a TV show like yeah. the other day, and I was just like, <laughs> and I think Taylor Swift actually tweeted something like, "Oh, we'll leave that in 2010." I was like, literally, I haven't heard a joke like exactly. that in so long. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. What, the same thought. That was what we were discussing actually in our podcast, and it was thinking like, <laughs> I my theory about it is that it's older people writing teenage shows and thinking, "Oh, who's relevant?" what is a way in what's a little like nifty little comment we can make and then they immediately they're like oh yeah taylor swift dated loads of men 10 years ago and that's our only way into young people these days like they've got no clue the kind of rhetoric around gen z at the minute i don't think so they just go for something that's easy low-hanging fruit and that happened 10 years ago and you think who signed off on that? Who, th- <laughs> who yeah, thought so that much, was a good idea? Yeah, there's such a big vetting process <laughs> with this as well. Like, there's so many rewrites, cuts, there's a whole editing yeah. team, there's a whole, like, and the actor has to learn the script. For them to keep that in still, you think, did this not cross anybody's mind? And no wonder why she yeah. chose, like, Euphoria when I was about 18, 19. The Scam. I don't know if anybody had watched episodes like of Scam. I remember that. It had yeah. a bit of like a weird yeah, cult thing because it was Norwegian <laughs> and people would subtitle oh, it notice. and then share yeah. it on a Google Drive. And that was like, <laughs> <laughs> when you think about the distribution, but you think that was really odd. Like, is, how- this, is this what uh, Teenage Holly was obsessed with? <laughs> oh, scam? I loved it. I loved Scam. <laughs> I really, that. I was invested in Scam. But that's that, incredible that seemed to capture what being a teenager was like at that moment in a yeah. way that i think these netflix things that we were talking about they They're just don't get it, it. Mm-hmm. no definitely so what was the anyway. actual taylor swift cancelling <laughs> thing was it when kanye took the mic off her on stage was that the, like the moment or that the you recording. think or when she was when Kim released coming the out recording. say when kim released the um, recording yeah. of 
Well, I'd probably take it back to the act when Kanye yeah. took the mic off and said, oh, you don't deserve mm. this and everything. Yeah. Um, and I think it just, it kind of just shows like where everything comes from. It's like a man trying to take a woman's yeah. spotlight pretty mm. much. Um, and then obviously Taylor publicly forgives forgives him, maybe just wanting to like move on from the moment. Um, and then obviously he releases a song about her with a comment in. Um, and she did say that she was okay yeah. with the song being made about being like mentioned mm-hmm. but she didn't agree upon one mm-hmm. lyric that was apparently really really bad um so i th- i can't actually remember what it was but it, i know it was <laughs> probably bad <laughs> um and she addressed this saying like she agreed to being mentioned but not to the specific lyric and then kim shared the legally recorded like yeah. recorded phone call and it, which was edited yeah. so mm-hmm. it made Taylor look even worse when obviously it wasn't being shown to what it actually was um and then in the music video she was shot like he used a body double yeah. who was naked yeah and it was meant that to was Taylor disgusting Swift. I thought. So. and the fact that people sided with him and were calling yeah, her a snake I don't understand when... that and also this started when she was a teenage girl and he was a full, fully grown adult. I think the whole thing is weird. Like, I'm not saying anyone should have picked sides, but how could anyone see her as like a villain in this situation? It's just astounding. And I think just shows that people just didn't want to like her. They just didn't like her. Yeah. And they were looking for excuses. They would find anything. Yeah, exactly. Just to... They wanted an excuse to dislike her. And I... There was no way for her to win. When we talked about it in one of our episodes, we did like award show moments and things that were like very publicly yeah. surprising. So like Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl where Justin Timberlake ripped off and it was like the nipple was exposed and everyone lost yeah. their minds about it. But we talked about this and Taylor <laughs> Swift, I think, was 17. She turned up in like a princess carriage like Cinderella. She was a yeah. kid. She was like so excited to be here for this thing. And the whole... Kanye's gripe with her was that mm-hmm. it, Beyonce didn't win was it video of the year or best female yeah. video, of yeah, video of the year but then was, Beyonce yeah. went on to win female artist of the year so Beyonce yeah. won the bigger thing so like Kanye's whole I nobody you just wonder what was going through his head at that moment for him to get up on stage and to take a mic from her and ruin the moment but then of course Beyonce is wonderful and she brought yeah. it all back. She let Taylor finish her speech. And women are just better in the industry, aren't they? Than... <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. But I think in terms of pop culture moments, it it's up there for me. It has yeah. to be. Spe- like The impact it had, and I remember it so vividly when everyone was going to Taylor's Instagram and commenting, commenting snake emojis in the comments and stuff like that. It's such a big part of pop culture history to me that it's definitely up there in one of my most, like, the most prominent moments of the last 10, 20 years. It's still gonna, like, the repercussions of it are still happening and will continue to still happen. And that's why I, I think I agree with you. It has to be one of the best pop culture moments of the last 10 and 20, 10 or 20 years, at least of our lifetime, definitely. Do you think, what do you think it changed for Taylor Swift's career, her image, and kind of how other people were treated in the industry? Do you think it had a big shift in impact, or do you think it was kind of like, oh, this all just feels like a bit of a weird situation that 
you know, mm. how do we move on from? Yeah, I think it was um, it was definitely changing for Taylor because then she went on to release mm. Reputation and that was like a bit of a shift. Yeah. In, like it was like nothing she'd ever done before. Um, and she was kind of almost forcing the industry to look at her as a professional yeah. um, industry-leading woman and not as um, some someone Definitely. who can be taken advantage of easily. Um, and when we were talking about this, I actually thought about also how this related to like Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. for example. Um, so when she transitioned yeah. from being like Hannah Montana, like country, yes. um, and then she released, I think it was her video for We Can't Stop when she was, you know, mm. she had short hair, um, her outfit and everything. It was, everyone was like just yeah. shocked. And it was because she was kind of taking control and kind of defining mm. who she was on her own standards. And I feel like that's quite similar to what Taylor did after that incident. And ever since she's kind of, um, she's done things on yeah. her own terms because she knows that not everyone can be trusted. Not everyone's going to respect you in the industry. Do you guys have a favorite Taylor album? Do you like the new stuff? Um, <laughs> I I don't I I was we were actually talking about this the other day, and I I don't think I've fully listened, listened through yeah. like every single album. But I know Jane Ann has. Um, <laughs> she's a, she's a huge yeah. fan. Um, but I have like my favorite songs I'd say I really like um, one of her new songs off Evermore and it's never <laughs> yes. you know when everyone yes. thought it was about Harry oh, Styles yes. I mean honestly in terms of pop culture history Taylor Swift is very influential because even that as if everyone was just there was theories about that why was there theory like no one else could create that and she just created a whole theory <laughs> that her and Harry Styles had killed someone Odd. <laughs> and then buried yeah kill someone with a cart so they hit someone in the dead of night wasn't yeah. it and then they buried That's... the body and everyone was <laughs> it's like iconic. <laughs> it is iconic <laughs> Right, but Jane, what do you think yours is? Yeah, I'm excited. I honestly, to hear that's this. the thing. Like everyone, <laughs> even the most like major Swifties I know, they all have a favorite. But I honestly just could not decide because all of her albums are like yeah. so different. <laughs> every like album represents a different time in her life. And like me growing up, every time an album was released, it represented me at that age. So at like ten or like fifteen. So yeah. I find it really hard. But like. Yeah. The most shocking was obviously Reputation, so I think that will always be, like, in my top three, just because of how insane it was. Like Hannah was saying earlier, it wasn't anything, like, she'd released before, and it was, like, a comeback. And obviously, Mm -hmm. being a Taylor Swift fan and seeing, like, your idol disappear off of social media for, like, a few years, I was like, oh my god, is she ever coming back? Mm. Like, is she telling the truth? Is she not telling the truth? And I was having, like, my own little mini meltdown. (laughs) So (laughs) to have this album come out, it's always been, like, an important album I think to me yeah Mm. but like I think that's an important point because like you're such a big fan at the time what were you thinking with all the Kanye stuff like when Kim had leaked the bit of audio that made it seem a bit like maybe Taylor had agreed to the Mm. lyric what did you think at that time I just I don't know if it was like naive but I just knew she was telling the truth like I know it sounds stupid and I guess I would because Mm. obviously I was a fan of her but I just had Especially because I'd seen Kanye do things like this before. Because obviously the awards interrupting her speech and he'd made like backhanded comments about her in the media anyway. So when all of a sudden this had come out and everyone tore her down, I felt like they weren't cancelling her because they actually cared about what happened between her and Kanye. They just Mm -hmm. wanted a reason to cancel her. And 
obviously mm. to me I was I kind of felt like she would always come back but it was kind of scary yeah. because someone who'd constantly been fighting the media and like fighting what everyone would say about her and she disappeared I was like maybe she just had enough because I know for me mm. for one I would really struggle to come back after something like that but I just I yeah. knew she was telling the truth and it just infuriated me because no one actually cared whether she was telling the truth or not it was just like cancel culture just something to hop onto and they had yeah. a reason finally to cancel her yeah and I feel like she was definitely a victim of yeah. being so young in the industry and then growing up with it. They just were out to dislike yeah. her. And I think this is just a prime example of it. So even if I feel like there was a lot of people that turned on her, maybe not her actual fans, but because she does have loyal mm-hmm. fans, which is nice. But I think a lot of people regret it now and do see that it was a result of definitely internalized misogyny Mm. and stuff like that and it's great that we're now seeing a different side and people are even if you don't want to be a fan of taylor swift and you don't like her music you can recognize that she is being mistreated in this industry which is not good so well for me like because i i used to be a massive one direction fan and i'm i still am love that (laughs) yes um so (laughs) the whole thing with harry styles i i remember like when i was younger like maybe year seven or year eight I'd always be like, oh, I can't like Taylor Swift because she's just Harry. Yeah. Um, and then out now I'm just thinking, what was <laughs> I on about? Like but... the internalized companies were real. <laughs> um, so I tried to change my ways. I tried to come out at that point, which I have thankfully. But yeah. it just shows that it is kind of in everyone. Exactly. Mm. I think everyone has de- done it, especially when you're younger. You- that's definitely something that a lot of people will have felt and now are like, what? <laughs> why did I, like, why? Why is the world this way? But exactly. if you're looking for an example of misogyny in the music industry, that's a great one. Yeah. So in my opinion, that's one of the top pop culture moments. What about you, Holly? Yeah, I was. I definitely think you can picture it as soon as you say it you know exactly what dress she's wearing her shocked expression as Kanye's like take stealing the mic from her and you just think and I remembered from our podcast that um it changed Twitter it was the first time that Twitter had been used to update people about the drama that was happening because it was like people started tweeting about it because they were watching it at home and when you think about where the cesspit that Twitter is now with drama (laughs) and like how on it people are i think that can't be disregarded in terms of like how people interact with celebrities on media and live tweeting things and watching things um Mm -hmm. and i do think it was the fact that the feud is still going on the fact that there's still talk about it there's still beef there's still this whole thing with like was it edited was it leaked kim leaking things you just think god this is so much content out of nothing like you didn't surely there was a way that they didn't have to interact with each other but somehow we are still in a situation where what was it 2008 like that was a long time ago for this still to have its rippling effect though yeah i just think i agree i think it is one of it's up there one of the the main pop culture moments so you've got us convinced we will not be uh rebuffing you with anything (laughs) we won't fight you on that so before we let you go we just like to end by asking if you have any recommendations have you watched a film recently read a book watched some tv and you really want to recommend it to us i have one go on sorry (laughs) we have an answer i watched the finale yesterday and i recorded myself having a breakdown because of it is it is it wandavision it is (laughs) 
Okay, me and you need to have a discussion that probably shouldn't yes. be on the podcast about this because I have no one to talk to about this. <laughs> and it's literally like because I've been watching. I've tried to get my dad into it, but like because he he watches. Marvel, I tried to get my brother like, into it. They don't. They don't they, understand how detailed. They don't get it. Yeah, they don't. I'm like trying to like point out like all the little like Easter eggs, and I'm like, look at that. That means that, yes. and he's just like, I. I'm not going to understand this. And then eventually he was like, I'm not watching this. Like, I no, don't know. Yeah. We're not watching this. It's so well done. Oh, and I, I literally had a breakdown watching it yesterday. <laughs> Any other recommendations that aren't going to make me want to just talk? <laughs> that was actually going to be mine. You've been well, watching it. So. <laughs> Someone else I've never, I've never <laughs> tried at Marvel before. But it, like... was <laughs> it was sad. It was sad. Jayman. Um, well, mine's not that one, but um, <laughs> mine is How to Get Away with Murder. I actually did this as a weekly fave on our Instagram recently. I yeah. love it. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And we've always been talking about a lot about female, female power in this episode. Yeah. And I feel like that's really relevant as well because there are such strong female characters in this series and there are so many twists, turns. Like, I just find it really exciting. Like, I just keep clicking. It's so addictive. So I would definitely recommend How to Get Away with Murder. <laughs> nice fabulous that's great <laughs> well thank you so much to summer to jaylan to hannah and the other hannah, <laughs> <our> hannah. <laughs> <laughs> and please go and check out uh, the little women podcast they will all their links will be in the uh, yeah. description i can't even think of my words um yeah so please go and send them all the love if you enjoyed this episode thank, thank you, you.